Well, it's a good evening from Queensland, Australia. Our guest tonight is in another country, and of course, our co-host is in the UK. And um, without further ado, we're going to go down below this time and talk to <laughs> Andrina. Yeah. Hi. Good morning. Good evening. Good day, and welcome to old listeners and new listeners to Dreaming the New Dream. And today it's Thursday, the 3rd of November. So we're swiftly moving into November now, faster than I'd like to think. Anyway, today it's my great pleasure that I've got Katie Adolly on the line or on, on the show. And it came about through mushrooms. <laughs> now, I've never really been into mushrooms. I, you know, I enjoy eating mushrooms, <laughs> as you do. Um, but where I'm living on the farm and where I park the car, about five weeks ago, I saw this group of mushrooms and I went over and my God, I've seen so many different shapes and colors. I've just been amazed. So, so I've taken pictures and I've shared them and they've been calling my attention. And then I went to the New Forest yesterday and we saw more mushrooms and magic mushrooms. And um, yeah, so I've really sort of got the mushroom bug if you like of taking pictures so I was thinking it would be lovely for somebody to share something about mushrooms because I don't really know anything yet so I was scrolling through mushroom Facebook pages and what have you and I came across Katie and I saw she'd made this lovely hairband and anyway I got in contact with her and uh, straight away she'd messaged me back so we had a lovely conversation. So welcome, Katie. Thank you for coming on. And Katie's based in Georgia, USA, and it's an earthy hour for her. It's about 5 a.m., I think, now, isn't it? So welcome. Um, we'd love you to share your story, how you got into your mushrooms, the beautiful work that you do and your photography, um, your, your walk of life. Sure. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. Um, this is the first time I've ever done anything like this. So it's really new. Um, mushrooms. Oh gosh. Well, I guess, <laughs> I guess we have to start where I started, which is here in Dalton, Georgia. Um, the very North end of Dalton, but, or Dalton, Georgia, but still, um, still very far South, which I'm sure you'll, you'll hear it in my voice. But, mm. uh, I, I grew up, um, in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> in between a horse pasture and a cow field and we were surrounded by woods and me and my sister grew up playing outside like the children don't really do that much anymore but we grew up outside and one thing that one of some of my earliest memories of living that way when it would rain inevitably mushrooms would pop up all over the yard and what we would do is go outside and we would use spoons, always spoons, and we would kind of scoop them up from the yard and we wanted to move them to the shade so that they would last longer. <laughs> Needless to say, we were very ill-advised about how mushrooms work and I don't even know if they knew that much about them back then, but um, we, we, of course, they, they still died. We wanted a full yard of mushrooms, but that was something that I remembered um, when I was thinking about this show. We tried to transplant those poor little mushrooms. <laughs> but we, moving on from that, I grew up playing in the woods there. And then we would go all over, all over the mountains. And 
I grew up with a real deep appreciation and love of everything to do with with the outdoors. Uh, animals as a focus, plants. And then as I grew up, you know, we lose sight of the things that really matter, the things that we really enjoy doing. But then after um, after divorce, I had to refine myself. I had to rediscover what it was to be me and what that meant. And I started going on hikes. And I would go on these hikes and I enjoyed it, you know, and then I would I would go with my family and I would stop every few minutes to take pictures or to to pick up, you know, to see a little moss or yeah, that's some of my earlier, earlier photography, take pictures and stop. And I even have a shirt that says the sloth hiking team will get there when we get there. And that's exactly that's exactly what I tell my family is that we're going to get wherever we're going. Eventually, let me stop and take pictures of these mushrooms. Oh, they're pretty. Um, thank you. And those are some of the some of the um, what I use for my medium of art. But I, um, in taking the photographs, you know, I would have them, I could share them, but it wasn't quite enough. Mm. And I, I thought, well, what what else can I do? So then, you know, recently in the last couple of years with COVID and everything people have started to return back to the roots. And in doing so, people have began foraging. And in foraging, one of the one of the mo the hottest items right now is to forage for mushrooms. And so I started getting into foraging just general plants, but then I saw this great interest in all these resources available to oh, wow. to nice. learn. Thank you to That's learn about cool. mushrooms and and really you know really appreciate them for their full aspect so i started to identify edible mushrooms now i've only been able to positively identify confidently enough to eat <laughs> one <laughs> one batch of mushrooms and i know there's a there's a picture in there somewhere i wasn't prepared to get them but they were i stuffed them all in my shirt and just traipsed out of the woods in front of god and all creation but <laughs> Uh, I was like, well, you know, that's nice, but I, I can't really find that many that I'm confident enough in my abilities to actually eat. So I started to collect the more woody, the woody type of mushrooms that'll grow on trees. Uh, some species are called shelf mushrooms. And I thought, well, I need a, I need a costume for this, this convention we went to. So I said, well, you know, I guess I could make some sort of crown to wear with it. And so I had this big dress and I found this antler crown or antler headband and then adorned it with greenery and mushrooms. And if we don't mind, I'll bring no. it up now. That's fabulous. <laughs> Thank you. This mm. is the original, the original piece that got this started. And... Um, as you can see, I'll lean down some. You can see my mushrooms that have been uh, preserved. And then, of course, all the um, the additional greenery. I hope my camera's in the right spot for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In doing so, I, um, my mother and my sister are both artists. And they said, oh, Katie, you, uh, you need to make those. You need to make those and post them on the Internet and sell those. And I was like, well, no, no. 
you know, no, I don't, I won't do that. That's just wild. You're being, you're being too kind, you know, and I should know that they would never tell me to do that without, without real reason to tell me to do that. <laughs> um, so I got this made and I made, I ordered a couple more and I made one of those and it sold. And I was like, what? what is this even and so then i made another one and that one sold uh both within 24 or 48 hours of being posted they were selling and after that i had more people reaching out hey when are you going to have more uh what can i do to get one how 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 soon is it going to be until you have another one and i said well oh my goodness i don't know i mean i'm i said i'm a, I'm a single mom out of limited income and I, I work a full-time job and I take care of my daughter and I've got a whole list of animals I have to take care of as well. <laughs> and so I found myself trying to carve out time for this. So I ordered more. And as we are now, I'm waiting on six different sets of antlers to come in. So in the meantime, I decided to branch out a little bit and started making the hair barrettes. Um, which I have some photos of. And, and I reached out to some of the ladies that had shown interest in the hair barrettes. And the first one that I got made, uh, a sweet a sweet woman said, please, please let me buy it. And I said, oh, honey, yes, of course you can buy it for me. I mean, what am I gonna say, no? <laughs> <laughs> so she bought that for me and I posted another one and in, just a few hours that one, or no, I showed another woman that one or a different one that I had made the second one. And she said, I've got a friend that would love that. And so she bought that one from me and then I've posted a few other ones. And so here we are, I'm waiting mm. on antlers to get to my house on Saturday. <laughs> what, what are the antlers made of? They are plastic that right. is sort of smocked with with this color like of, a velvet on or something yes it's a velvet yeah. and i take yeah. and i will um use pigments to color the ends so that they'll they're darker yeah yeah and um just a thought have you had anybody asking for anything similar for to get married in is there tiaras or their you know their display obviously not, yet. Without, not without the antlers on <laughs> hey why not <laughs> yeah um i have had people say that they want that for their wedding they haven't commissioned anything yet i am very new at this so i don't know if i'm comfortable to commission something before it being made i'm trying to nurture this real like within myself i'm afraid that if i do open up to commissions too soon that it'll take the joy out of it if somebody yeah. is saying no 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 take that off do this over it might mm. sort of taint the um yep. the real pleasure i get from it yeah yeah that makes sense but no i i mean it's it's, it's beautiful and that's what caught you know i can't remember i think it was the one at the back of your head that i saw on when i was scrolling through mushroom people um it caught my I thought, oh that's really pretty so um <laughs> yeah so how do you go about to like obviously what that one there is like quite a wavy one and it's got like a pattern going through and it? so it's, it's quite um pretty in its own right so how do you go once you pick them what do you do then well once i pick the mushrooms and it 
it sounds really simple. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'll go through the woods and sometimes I find really great specimens. And sometimes you spend hours on a hike that's four miles long. That's not that long, but it was um, a couple weeks ago. I went on a four hour hike or four mile hike, spent hours in the woods. People thought I was insane. I wasn't worried about it, but I was walking through trying to find mushrooms and I really, I only came out with a handful of less than perfect quality mushrooms. And that's, I mean, that's perfectly acceptable for anything else besides a centerpiece for, for something that I'm going to sell. But um, it takes a lot of time and planning and you have to go out as it rains, get outside. I've done it in the rain. Um, <laughs> and those, that's an example of some, those are faux turkey tail. Uh, oh, they're yeah. more of a really thin, a really thin, so they're a delicate mushroom to deal with indeed, and they take extra processing. But once I pick the mushrooms, mm -hmm. uh, ethically, I don't pick too many. I don't take the full crop of them. I always leave behind so that they can spread their spores. Um, but I will take them home. I'll clean them off with a little brush, and then I'll dry them. And the drying process is low and slow. It just takes practice. Um, once they're dried, I can arrange them any way I want to. So we've got some of the barrettes there that'll have them in a sort of wave pattern and some that'll look like a large bouquet of, uh, or a large rose. I do actually have a brand new, never before seen piece of, of barrette. If you wanted to put me up in the center, I'll show you for the first time publicly. <laughs> this barrette that I made out of oh, wow. mushrooms that were foraged. And then I've got moss over here and then um, some dried blooms or buds from a dogwood tree. But this is what I do. Oh, I'm waiting on more antlers. Yeah. That's beautiful. What you Did Thank you say you. you painted it in a, like a gold leaf paint? There are some that have the gold leaf. Um, I, I've sold those so far, the mushrooms that have the gold leaf, but then also I have, I have this one, which is, it has the mushrooms on the side here that kind of bloom out, but then also in the middle, it has the, the gold leaf on a pine cone that a friend, a dear friend gifted to me. And so that's I got quite open, isn't it? That pine cone. Yes. Mm. Yeah. When it dried, it really spread open and it had this beautiful look and I bought something from her, which is this mannequin head behind me. I bought that from her. And when I did that, she said, Hey, I've got these beautiful pine cones. Do you want them? And I said, yes, <laughs> give me all the pine cones. And she, so she did. So I'm in, in thanks. I made her a pine cone barrette that I gave her yesterday and she's thrilled to death. Mm, I bet. I bet. Wow. I better interrupt you. Um, from a shipping international trade type of thing, New Zealand and Australia wouldn't be able to accept those because of their flora um, based. Ah, yeah, so that is um, something to think about. Yeah, I remember Andrea came into Australia with um, a rain stick. Oh, yeah. And, um, <laughs> yeah, so it was wooden, but inside we had the little beads to go up and down. So Australian quarantine knocked that back. So um, sometimes they will allow it in, but you have to get it fumigated. And sometimes um, they ask for it to be irradiated. It costs a lot more money. So, 
So I think your market really would be North America and probably Asia. Yeah. And, and I, I have, think that UK might be okay for that too, to be perfectly honest. I did decide yesterday that I would be opening up. It's another announcement that nobody knows about yet, but I would Woo! be opening up. Another one? I did decide to open up international sales. Of course, I'll have to check into which countries will allow um, the flora and fauna, like you said, to be shipped in and what we would have to do to do that. But mine, um, they are preserved in a chemical. So maybe that would make it to where they're more a substance and not, I mean, they're not, they're not capable of reproduction. Of course, you can't really tell customs that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And also customs duty. Cause I know I've, I've been caught a couple of times. I've ordered things from the USA and then flip the custom charges has been horrendous. So I think, right, well, I'm not ordering anything else from America anymore. <laughs> yeah. Cause they've got to be under 35 pounds. Oh, yeah. So, but yeah, so yeah, so that's another thing to think about, right? So, carry carry on then. So, obviously, you're you dry them out. Yes, I dry them. Uh, some of the more delicate mushrooms, I will add a a substance to it, and that that sort of creates a lacquer, a finish that's not quite completely shiny, not quite completely matte, but that adds a lot of durability and and really strength to these different flake, flaky type mushrooms. Some are more strong, like these that I have in my antlers, they are very, very durable, but some mm. like the faux turkey tail are gonna be more of a leafy texture. And those are some as well that are gonna be more of the leafy texture that will, if you touch them too hard, they're gonna break, especially after you dry them and they become brittle. But it adds mm. a lot of a lot of strength to the mushrooms. And then once they are properly prepared and, and set up, then you'll take and I have my trusty hot glue gun right here. Yeah. I don't it's not on. I don't want to burn myself on on the on the radio or on a live show. <laughs> but so take for instance, you've got this little turkey tail, little cutie pie, and then we could arrange with a few more. And then you build mm. and you can't see it all that great, but you'll build from these yeah. two, add another, and then you, you wind up with a beautiful bouquet and some advice directly from my mother, Frida is just keep adding stuff to it and it'll look good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So Andrew's saying hairspray helps to preserve mushrooms. Oh, as well. So wonderful. Thank you, Andrew. <laughs> So there's a little tip for you. Um, so have you thought like, because those tiny little wavy ones, have you thought about doing earrings or anything like that with them? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want, I've got a, um, a sweet young lady who wants to get a corsage from her wrist. I believe that that picture's up there or now some of the very, very first pictures I took. But she wants me to make a corsage. She bought one of the crowns. I think it was your favorite one that she bought. So you'll have to talk to her about that. But uh, <laughs> she she wants a corsage to go along with it. So she's got a, um, a photo shoot she's planning out in early spring. And she wants to um, she wants to have another piece. And I'm like, hey, the wow. more the merrier. Do it up. Yeah. But I've got projects and ideas that I want to um, that I want to pursue. 
but I'm trying to make sure that I don't overwhelm myself. Yeah. Because once I get overwhelmed, I will uh, back out gracefully or not so gracefully. So I want to keep the focus on what I can maintain and manage with being a single mom, working full time, having all these responsibilities Mm. and continue on with with doing things as I can. Mm. So have you thought about doing like workshops for people? Taking no, you <laughs> take them out on a foraging and um yeah. And now, yes. There's endless would, possibilities, isn't there? You know, the more you're there talking, really are. There really are. I would love to have foraging workshops, sure, but making it would be would be I mean it's it's my my love and my passion. And if somebody didn't understand it right away, I'm afraid I would get frustrated and say, well, why not? You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I love and I've, I love going out and looking for the mushrooms. And I'm part of a, a hiking group that I've hosted events with where we go out and hike and I'll talk about mushrooms. Not necessarily that that's a feature, but but we'll all go together and. And I inevitably show them all mushrooms and they're like, this crazy, this woman's crazy. She's got us out here looking <laughs> at mushrooms and we're just trying to hike. Mm. Mm. And those are some, some that are featured in, in this crown as well on the backside. And that's a wood ear mushroom right there. Wow. So that's that, you know, being grown up in the yard and finding mushrooms is opened up. It's obviously your destiny to be working with mushrooms and yeah because <clears throat> I know I was sharing with you earlier like um Friday I went to uh called the blue pool and I saw my very first magic mushroom and I said to my friend I haven't seen one of these red these spotted ones yet mm-hmm. so I saw one on the side and I took a picture but yesterday in the new forest um we stopped by this river and and it was getting quite it was like because now the clocks change it was getting quite well darkish yeah and then um, i spotted this one magic mushroom stood all on its own and it was like oh my god so of course there we are taking pictures and um and the funny thing is like i said to you because it's also working with the elementals the fairies and divas and all that and uh somebody said to me why didn't you pick it well i didn't think about it but i know if somebody had picked it before i wouldn't have seen that and and been able to capture his beauty so obviously we left it there we took photos Mm. so somebody else to go along and see exactly the same so obviously if there was a group you know there's plenty of them you could take one but i mean i always ask permission when i'm taking me bits and pieces anyway so um yeah so do you find you yeah yeah But it was, just, it was like everywhere. It was just you could see this red stood out. And I thought, oh my gosh, just amazing! And this, like before, like I said to you, I've never ever taken pictures of mushrooms, and now I got—I don't know how many mushroom pictures I've acquired. <laughs> well, it's just like I told you. I um, I sent y'all some like sixty or so pictures, and I was like, this is as small <laughs> as I could get the list because I've got hundreds in my phone. You just pick out which ones you like. And, uh, you know, that's fine. We'll talk about which ones you think are the most dazzling because I've got so many. And it's like picking a favorite star in the sky. You just you yeah. can't. You but really like, can't. I think these are mine, aren't they? But yeah. 
yeah the different shapes and um colors and you know they, they're just popping up everywhere and i just love it but i've never been in a farm environment before so you know it's opened up doorways for me that i you know with the animals and what have you that i've never absolutely and I this one fell upside down well one of the animals knocked it over and i thought wow you know so pretty underneath as well that you know just nature is amazing yeah i think yeah. one of the biggest things that i've learned about myself in this journey is to stop and take a look around and find something beautiful everywhere you go yeah it's mm. not not anything we can influence of course you can you can transplant spores anywhere you want to but it's something that comes from below the surface which is what i think has been the largest the largest influence in this artwork and in what i do in the self-exploration in this mm -hmm. because we really nowadays i mean of course i can't show you my phone i'm using it right now but we're stuck yeah. on the cell phones <laughs> we're stuck on our computers we're yeah. stuck taking care of all these responsibilities, work, 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 and then sleep so you can come back and work, work, work. But if you take that time on the weekend or whenever you're off on a lunch break and you go outside and you just look at the ground, if you look close enough, you're going to find a world of mm. small little little fungi and, and the lichen and the moss, and you're going to find little maybe a little acorn that might have fallen off, which is some of my favorite. I love acorns. <laughs> they, they're in my crown as well. But right. <laughs> you're going to find these things that if you hadn't stopped to take a look and set down the phone and gone outside, you wouldn't see. And it gives a, a great new appreciation to mm -hmm. everything that has to do with the mm -hmm. outdoors and connecting mm -hmm. with nature and with our higher power. Yeah. If you yeah. have one. Yeah, definitely. Because I know yesterday when we um, our first stop through the new forest and the horses were on the road there. So um, Kim pulled in and I got out and literally, you know, like we're in the middle of what well, forest <laughs> and just sort of straight across. I went, oh, my God, look, there was two little mushroom, two little toadstools stood up all on their own. Now, of all the places to stop, it, it was so funny that we literally stopped and there was no, there wasn't any others around where we were and it was like just to me i thought here we go <laughs> the mushrooms are a calling they are to everybody that's um Look that's my hand yeah yes. wow that and that is my daughter's hand and she's just now 10 years old so she was probably eight years old or not right at nine when i took that photo so her hands are very small and she just boop, she likes to yeah. book the mushrooms <laughs> but yeah. part of this has been teaching her about the world around her and the beauty that we can find just in everyday things and just like you said it's they just pop up anywhere yeah yeah <laughs> of course there are some places that are more likely than others but you can find these things anywhere you go even mm. on you know walking from the the parking lot to the inside of a building you can look on your way and really discover a world within a world yeah definitely definitely yeah um because i don't think i shared the picture yesterday but there was one one we saw it was um it was all creamy white and it it wasn't like mushrooms it was like some sort of fungi um I'm not, yeah i don't think i shared it and i i'm oh, i must ask you about that but i think my friend said they were eating ones it was some sort of um 
can't remember what she said now anyway um i should have put the picture up but that's pretty look, look like little some shades yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. little parasols mm. stunning amazing I think that's one that you took the other day wasn't it andrina i'm not sure if that's is that one of mine i'm not sure no, i've taken no. so many i can't remember yeah no i didn't <laughs> i didn't, didn't think it was but uh i have taken rather a lot but uh yeah so <clears throat> excuse me but they're i mean they're so pretty yeah it's really inspiring to take a look and look that, at all the I'm is sorry. that one here that i mean yeah. it looks like little cones on it or yes mm. that is called old man of the woods that's the common name now the scientific name i don't know you'd have to look on google for it but yeah. <laughs> I, I, I like the one that you've given it or yeah <laughs> old man of the woods and i think it gets its name from how it looks like an old grizzly beard sticking up off of the cap of it oh it looks like a little tree to me yeah yeah no that that would be worth taking and preserving like do a little tree little nature forest mm -hmm. or something with the tiny mushrooms now mm -hmm. that is a um an edible species it's not a choice mushroom but it is edible and has lots of benefits nutritionally that that's um that gives it good value but i just thought it was beautiful and i wanted mm -hmm. because it was a very public area i didn't want to take it and especially before i knew what it was i wasn't going to say oh well this is mine now i'm going to leave that there and yeah, let I'll... the other children view it it's beautiful <laughs> absolutely stunning and i mean the different colors you know i'm sort of yeah. seeing the the bronzy or um orangey red ones popping up now mm -hmm. and you can't not miss them like you know once you've opened your eyes to this it's just like they, they're calling hello i'm here hello yeah everywhere you look and that was my first time finding chanterelle mushrooms um which i could positively identify on the spot because of the way that they're built the folds underneath the caps and i could say for certain 100 percent that that was chanterelle mushrooms so i felt confident enough with that i didn't have a bag or anything i was just taking the dogs out on a, on a quick hike so i picked up my <laughs> shirt and just shoved them down into it i said well here we go going back <laughs> to the car i guess <laughs> mm, mm. hey um listening to your um, inflections and in your voice sometimes I, I feel i'm listening to dolly parton eh? <laughs> <laughs> well she is from tennessee and i don't live far from tennessee mm. yeah yeah yeah, no, it's a lovely yeah. accent. Thank you. See, I think that about y'all because oh. <laughs> I don't hear y'all every day. So I'm like, just keep talking to me. And y'all are like, you sound like Dolly Parton. I'm like, that's, y'all could tell me that all day because I love Dolly Parton. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, so, um, so moving on from, so obviously you're using the glue gun to, so what are you using as your base frame? Is it like the antler? bit that you sticking them you know like the round bit in the middle that you're sticking them onto and building it absolutely up. i'll take this off real quick if i don't rip out all my hair in my head this was the prototype so it's not made quite as good as the the ones that i did afterwards it was my experiment phase but you'll see underneath right we've got the band oh sorry so really when this comes and here's the back of it when this comes in or that's the front this is the back when this comes in all it is is these antlers Mm. and this band and then uh -huh. all this is the extra spice that that i add on to myself 
but I'll, I'll hold up so that y'all can see the front and we've mm. got mushrooms, mushrooms over here, pine cones, acorns, other mushrooms down here. And then over here, of course, and the greenery is all, is all synthetic because, well, if I were to dry the greenery, then that's going to be immensely brittle. I can't say that I won't do it in the future, but for right now, we'll yeah. stick with the synthetic. But then the back as well features mushrooms. Mm -hmm. I, I make the back and the front, oh, equally as beautiful because you're going to see the front and the back. And then also along the side here, when I was making this, my daughter was getting her hair cut. So I took a locket of her hair and put it into this one or a waft. Right here, you can see it was, oh, yeah. it was purpley pink at the time. <laughs> now it's now it's just blonde. But um, I uh, so this one won't be for sale because it has my daughter in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But this was the experiment phase, and this is what started it all. Well, mushrooms started it all with my sister back in you know our our childhood home. But but then coming down the years, it grew into this. Mm. Hey, Andrina, um, I could see yes, I could see um, a market for that in uh, Glastonbury for the Goddess Festival. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. How many? 400, 400 females turn up, don't they? All over the yeah, world. Yeah, from all around the world oh, wow. in, in July, every July. I'll send you some info. It might be something that you... Um, I'm, I'm going down there next weekend anyway, visiting oh, wow. Glastonbury. So, um, but yeah, I'll um, send you some info, but they would love because the goddess movement is huge in Glastonbury. Yeah. Massive. And yeah. things like that would be um, a great outlet. So it might be something worth thinking about. Yeah. My boyfriend told me, like, he said, well, what, what, what character are you for this convention? And I said, sort of a sort of wild woman of the woods. I don't know. And he said, you look like mother nature. And I yeah. said, I'll take it. That's what it, that's what I'll be then. I'm mother yeah. nature. Yeah. Oh, and I forgot to feature this. This is also a piece that I made. I guess I'll tilt this down. This is, has um, feathers in the center, which was just something that I picked up from my mom. But then all around the back, it's outlined with mushrooms. And of course, I've oh. got my ferns here sticking out as well. And it goes with what you're wearing, the color wise. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And people are, you know, looking for different ideas for creativity and going places and, you know, looking for something different. And you, you've certainly tuned into something there, eh? Well, thank you. It'd be nice that you could give up your day job and that be your full-time job, eh? Yeah, that's what some people have suggested is like, well, you know, this could be really, really big. And I'm like, yeah, I guess it could, but I do work a full-time job. And, uh, you know, I guess, I mean, we'll see what the future holds. That would be really that would be kind of a dream come true mm. and also really stressful though, because of course with, with us, we don't have um, universal healthcare or anything like that. So I have to pay for insurance. And right. so that's what a lot of what my job does right now is pay for insurance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have to keep those benefits. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, right. So um, let's keep on with these photos. eh? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, because they're stunning. I mean, obviously, Thank like I, and my friend showed me a mushroom book probably a couple of months ago, and I, I totally just, just ignored it. Really, I said, "Oh, I'm not really into mushrooms. Didn't really want to have a look." 
I thought, hello. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what it's like? It's like you buy a car that you've never thought you're going to buy, and all of a sudden you just start seeing the same bloody car, don't yeah. you? Yeah. yeah. Everything yeah. else is oblivious, isn't it? Mm. That's exactly it. And it's like this last, the last hike that I went on was, it was a short hike because I ended up finding mushrooms and then had to get home quickly so I could preserve them and start working on more art. <laughs> but it's it's funny i i was i went in and i was distracted with thoughts and i i had talked to andrina earlier that day and i was so excited about that and i was just like hurry 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 i gotta get to where i'm going and then whenever i finally stumbled upon some mushrooms i said oh my goodness here they all are and then mm -hmm. while i was in the woods i talked to you andrina and i got so overwhelmed with gratitude about things i had a little bit of a cry in the woods I'm not, a, you know, ashamed to admit that's part of the drying process there. Um, oh, wow. That's amazing. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, it's it's a process, but so was, I got a little overwhelmed. Doing, was that doing it in the oven on a very slow for hours or have you got... Yeah. Um, mm. <laughs> some people dry them in the sun. Some people use lamps. Uh, some people use uh, dehumidifier, not dehumidifiers, but a um, a dehydrator yeah but just a really low setting in the oven for hours and then then you're good to go mm. yeah really but pretty <laughs> the other but, day know. after i talked to you and then i'll finish up on that i on the way out i was recentered, and then i noticed all these mushrooms that i had passed and didn't take the time to notice because i was in such a hurry to get to my goal that i didn't see them there so it's really a good lesson to learn in the day to day. Mm. What did Carol put up earlier? She put about um, Katie's a mushroom magician. She finds them everywhere and turns them into ornaments to, to, to decorate her hair. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Carol. That's my sister in um, not far away down the road. And maybe the mushrooms wait, wait for her and send out a secret sign that only Katie can really hear that lets her seek and find that my, might be it my, yeah my sister has a way with words so um i'll yeah. get them to send you afterwards but yeah um yeah you certainly i mean like i said i've not looked into mushrooms or any way shape or form and now like they pop like you say they're popping up everywhere yeah. and and your everywhere. decorations are really lovely and i i mean i can in my mind's eye, I can see sort of like little villages, like, you know, like the little tiny ones, these little trees. So have you thought about doing anything like that? Or are you more for the creative? Or is that further down the track? I have made one, uh, one piece for my father that was a shadow box. It featured mushrooms that we had, uh, that I had foraged while we were together on a hike. Um, I have thought about doing sort of landscapes that way, but that's all in my journal of of dreams that i'm holding on to for for down the line so i don't get myself overwhelmed i think i might be overwhelmed with i've i ordered from from the supplier some mushrooms and or not mushrooms but antlers and so the first set it got delayed so i ordered more and then i ordered thirds a third set, or a third pair rather to be coming in so i have six on the way right now so i will be very very busy and my fingers will be very very sore <laughs> <laughs> oh 
Uh, yeah, I was. So you there's like in that last picture, there's quite a few layers of mushrooms um, to make one of those, isn't mm -hmm. there? There's quite quite yeah. a few pieces. How many sort of pieces in there? About twenty, something like that. Oh gosh, um, it can range anywhere. My my centerpieces can range anywhere from from just a few pieces to dozens. Like that mm -hmm. piece was the only piece that was together was that center little swirl. And then the rest of them were individual mushrooms that were pieced together to create. Uh, and you had to piece patterns. them together one by one. Yes. <laughs> yeah, a, definitely a work yeah. of art. But I mean, that Thank would make you. a lovely centerpiece at Christmas, wouldn't it? With, mm -hmm. um, yeah, gosh. Hey, um, how do you price it? I mean, it's, I wouldn't know. How do you go about pricing something that? Well, that is something. Love. Yeah. Yeah. And it, this first set of antlers took probably eight to 10 hours to make. Um, it's, it's a long, it's a long drawn out process because certain things have to dry and trying to seal up the colors in the antlers. I have to use certain, um, certain sprays and, and it takes quite a while to get it all laid out. And then of course you take into account the artistic aspect and then mm -hmm. the supplies and, and what is my what is my real value? That's uh, the first barrette that I made, and the second. But my, I've I've had to sort of spitball it with my sister, and she's like, "Well, at first she said, okay, so you price it at at this amount." I was like, okay, and that'll be a little bit of basically breaking even, and that's okay for the first piece. But then, as I've gone along, I've added and added and added because my skill level is going up, and my mm. confidence is going up, and the demand is enormous so i am um, i'm sort of just going with it and as long as people are willing to buy after a certain amount of time i think then the pricing would be would be okay the little acorns they look stunning because i know <laughs> like i was in the in the new forest last week i keep getting drawn there and um all the horses were like with the trees they were crunching away on all, on all the nuts yes <laughs> it was lovely to see like so um yeah there's a funny little story behind the acorns of course they're adorable as as just on their own but um the acorns came about with my boyfriend kevin he is bald <laughs> just to put it lightly he's bald um right. it, the hair grows around the side and if it grows out at all, it looks like an acorn around, you know, the acorn cap at the bottom and then the top is just dome. So that he's my acorn man. You're a squirrel. <laughs> yeah, that's it. He calls me a frog because whenever I'm out in the woods, I'll squat down and he says, I look oh. like a little frog out there in the woods. I'm like, hey, I'll take it. Uh. Yeah, it's amazing what you find in the woods, hey? Like I yeah. showed you this piece, this is on the farm, like where they obviously things have been cut down, but um, I re I put a varnish on this one, but it was just like a yeah, fan. Yeah, beautiful. And I just, I'm like, hang on, where we go? And I just there love you go. it. So it's, um, and I got another piece that I picked up in the new forest, um, sort of, I don't know, anyways, a bit damp. So um, I picked it up ages ago and I've had it outside and I thought, oh, I think I'm going to let it dry off and varnish it because it's so pretty. But, um, yeah. yeah. So I say being a forest, I mean, with all my tribe, <laughs> whether they be mushrooms, acorns or nuts or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> 
we can find family everywhere we go. I usually find, even if I'm by myself, I'll find a little buddy here and there. Like one, um, I'll find little frogs everywhere I go. The last two hikes, I found little bitty tree frogs. One was perched on a mushroom. And I, I was I was walking around and I was I knew there were some mushrooms on the other side of that tree because I'd seen them before. So I went to go look and see if more had popped up and they had. They weren't um, they weren't art quality, but I still wanted to see them. And I was, you know, just kind of touched the edge of them to make my little connection with, yeah. with the little mycelium network that's going all throughout the trees. But then I I went to touch the one on the bottom and there was a frog there. I was like, oh, <laughs> pardon me. I didn't know you were there. <laughs> oh, I just love that accent. Thanks. Oh, right. So, um, with what you're putting together, so when you're doing it, are you getting different ideas flowing in all the time? You could, I could do it this way, and I could do it that way, and is it sort of nonstop constant. now? Yes, mm. it is constant. I started out with with large pieces. Like this centerpiece up here, most of that is just one mushroom or one one structure of mushroom. And I put some additional on the outside, but largely that was all one piece. And then it it switched over to then this newest one that I'm, I finished yesterday, which is that was the picture that Jeff had up a minute ago. But this one's just um, the chemicals have been added to it to make it durable. This is about. I would say probably 75 to 100 different mushrooms. Really? Petals of mushrooms that have been put mm. together mm. to create that rose effect. Yeah, that was prior to the preservation. Yes, that's beautiful. Thank you. So have you um, had any stories wanting to come through? Like when you're working with them, obviously everything's got like a little story to tell, haven't they? Have you, have you had um, <laughs> any <Yeah>. inspiration? <laughs> I, I have. I think in trying to write things, I'm afraid to sound corny, but I have thought about different characters coming from mm -hmm. the mushrooms and like the little flower buds that I'll um, that I'll dry and find in the bushes and trees and shrubs all around my house and in the, you know, in the surrounding area. I have thought about different stories that are connected to these things because mm. they've all got their own little personality. Yeah, yeah. And like the little bald acorn man's. I don't know if you've seen, there's an artist that makes little figurines out of his acorns and they're little people doing things like mowing the yard at a little a little stick lawnmower. But I've, I see an individual in each little mushroom and together they make a small community which yeah. is a lot like the mycelium network. That's how plants and, and mushrooms communicate together. The plants mm. utilize the mycelium to communicate with the surrounding area. That's mm. mm. yeah, their little Wi-Fi network, isn't it? Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. You mentioned that the other day. It is like a better a better Wi-Fi connection. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah, it certainly doesn't operate on 5G. I think it must be operating on a 500G, isn't it? Yes. Yes, the it? universe, the whole yeah. universe. Mm. Mm. Hey, um, obviously, doing all the foraging and the stuff for what I might just go this way. With all the foraging you've done, have you sort of come to a spot where um, different terrain brings out a different mushroom? Now, when I say a different terrain, 
you might be coming down into um, uh, lowlands there where there's a river running past and so you're going through pastures you mm -hmm. might see a different type of um, mushroom there but then if you start hiking as you mentioned and you're going up into the hills um do you get much um snow where you are so no. you got any hot no, okay so anyway so um so as we go through the different terrain you, you obviously in rocky terrain and so forth you're seeing a different type of um, mushroom and you then have you come to a conclusion at this moment in time that you found a a style of mushroom that you could actually take the spores and then bring them home and then um, propagate them at home and knowing that you've got some um, stock is that best way to say i have tried that before it hasn't been successful yet and it was a very mild attempt at trying to spread puffball mushrooms in my yard so <laughs> i was on a walk just in my neighborhood and i found a puffball mushroom that had um had matured and after they mature um they sort of turn leathery and brown whereas you know originally they're this vibrant bright white almost a styrofoam white mushroom and then whenever they 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 get matured to to leave spores they'll turn into a little like a a brownish leathery ball and then you know inevitably something will step on it and it'll bust open a little bit and whenever you step it smokes it looks like little smokes coming out of it but it's all those <laughs> millions of and billions of little spores that come out so I saw that and I picked it up and I said okay this is mine luckily nobody lived in the house at the time so I was like this is my little <laughs> treasure I'm going to take it to my yard so I took it to my yard I didn't know that they grew or you know which trees they grew in so I just took it to trees and then just sort of fairy dusted my way around these these tree bases which now i know that they don't grow on that or around that type of tree but that was my only my first and only attempt at transplanting since i was a child with my sister <laughs> and spoons <laughs> i know you mentioned the shadow box uh, can you tell us what a shadow box is a shadow box really is going to be a sort of frame that has a lip around the edge that's about Two or so inches thick and then you can put stuff into it like some people will take you know mementos from the birth of a child or a wedding and they'll stack these sort of like maybe an ultrasound picture and then you'll have your hospital tag and then maybe a baby booty or you know um, a bow that the baby wore oh. or you know baby's first bible stuff like that or or what you know different cards and things just sort of like a way to keep mementos and that's what I did with him to sort of give a memento because he loves hiking and he loves photography and I've got him into the mushroom photography now, but <laughs> it was sort of a, a, a forager scrapbook. That's mm. what I'll call it. Right. Okay. <laughs> Fabulous. Oh, wow. Um, just trying to think of all the, um, yeah, so are you aware of seeing any orbs or the aura or fairies or elemental when you're out foraging in the woods or seeing tree spirits and things like that? I, I haven't. Now, I, I do, in nature, it's sort of my way to connect with a higher power, which I call God, and others mm. may call it something else. Um, in that way and just like the other day when i talked to you on the phone i was 
I was out in nature and I'd just taken a sat a sit down to sit by a stream and you had messaged me the the clip or the flyer and I became so overwhelmed with gratitude to my my higher power which I call God that I started to cry and it that to me is a connection with with that life force for me and that's mm. how I experience now, have I seen any anything supernatural? I don't know. Mm. I definitely, you know, think that these things happen. But in my connection, that's that's what I feel. And mm. when the leaves get blown and the wind comes through the forest, and it sounds like whispers, it it touches me on a on a different level. Yeah, right yeah. to yeah. right to the core. <laughs> yeah, I totally hear you and understand. I'm the same because yeah. It's just the magic of um, being connected with all, you know, with everything and, and just opening up new awareness with different things. So, but yes. yeah, no, it's, it's been, um, I don't know if you've got anything else you want to share. Like we're, we're coming towards the end, but we're, there's no cutoff time as such. But is there anything else you'd like to share about, you know, picking mushrooms or any extra pla different places that you've been where you've. Um, well. One thing I did want to touch on that I didn't get to right now goes more towards the foraging aspect of of cultivating for for consumption. I cannot stress this enough. Be careful. Don't mm. pick it and just eat it thinking it's a delicious treat because it can kill you. It really can. Mm. Um, there are different modes of identification. One is going to be or my, my favorite source is going to be the apps where you can take pictures of the top and the bottom and the stalk. And then you pull it up through the app. But typically in foraging handbooks, you're gonna you're gonna see them say, don't use just one source of information. You're gonna want to take your spore prints, which is very easy. All you have to do is put the mushrooms on top of something and then maybe spritz a little water, keep them in a cool, dry place, and it'll release those spores onto the paper, and you can take a spore print that way. And people make artwork that way as well. Then they preserve that paper. And then and then you've got these beautiful patterns, like the same pattern of the gills or the pores, the polypores from the bottom um, that will leave little dots or stripes along the along the paper. And you can make art that way or you can identify mushrooms that way. And another mm. is going to be researching through through the Internet, just using Google. Take, you know, take, for instance, the ones you sent me. If I were going to try to identify those, I would type in a full description on Google and see what I could find and then research <laughs> that way as well. And how many sort of species are there of mushrooms? Thousands? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was um, listening to a podcast the other day and they talked about how many they thought there were versus, you know, back back a few years ago versus now. And it's almost, I mean, to someone like me, it seems infinite whenever I'm, I'm finding, you know, the, the types that I do. And then I think about how many there really are. I mean, you and I could be walking around in our neighborhoods and discovering a new type of mushroom that we don't yeah. even know that nobody knows of yet. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Fascinating. <laughs> hey, um, when it comes to um, looking for these mushrooms, I think I heard you say you have to wait for it to rain, and when it rains, then um, the sun comes out and it's good growing conditions. Is that 
sort of seasonal yeah. based? Is that for your mm -hmm. spring, is it? Or just going from, what would you call it, autumn, fall or whatever, going into your winter and then from winter into your spring. So is there two seasons that you're getting, are you, from summer to fall and then from yeah. winter to spring? Is that your two seasons? That is correct. And, and any time that we're going to have more rain, of course, spring and fall are the most rain, the rainy seasons for us. Of course, the the rain comes up from the Gulf, from the hurricanes, and then we get that. And that brings me lots of lots of little, you know, magical, magical things to find in the forest. Mm. Um, you can always go out and find mushrooms, but you're going to get the better quality when it's a day or two after a rain. And I have read that it's it's best when it's the first sunny day after a rain, but I can't always wait that long because I'm anxious. So I have actually gone out. It, we had a, about four days of rain, not maybe a month and a half ago. And so on the last day, I uh, decided it was time. So I went out in the break of a storm and wound up getting rained on most of the time. But I wasn't upset because I did find some really beautiful specimens of mushrooms. <laughs> mm -hmm. oh. Well, it's been absolutely a delight having you on the show. It's um, just been amazing. You know, you've opened up more of about mushrooms and what you can do with them and, and picking them. And so um, I know for me, and like we've just had a lot of rain so I'll be looking for the sun and I, I'll probably go out, <laughs> be looking for yeah. looking, taking more pictures. I don't think I'm going to worry about drying anything at the moment. I've got different yeah. things I'm working with. But um, yeah, no, it's been absolutely fascinating. So I, I know it's the early hours of the morning for you. So I really thank you for taking the time out to um, talk with us. Well, I appreciate you for having me on. It's been a really great experience. I was very, very nervous, but I think we did. I think we had a good show today. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Well, thank you so, very much. So it's coming up for six o'clock in the morning for you, isn't it, Katie? Yes. In two minutes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Spot on. <laughs> that was Go my on. daughter's alarm to get up for school. <laughs> <laughs> spot on there eh yeah <laughs> here an early person so she uh she likes to get up early early sometimes at five sometimes at six and she'll you know watch her her anime stuff which is behind me here in her glorious room and uh she likes to play her <laughs> video games and things so i let her get up a little earlier mm -hmm. Oh, they mentioned gold top magic mushrooms. Oh my goodness. <laughs> thank you so right. much, Andrew. Okay, well, thank you very much and uh, wishing you well with all the different things that you're creating. Thank you. And I guess I will take my leave now. There you go. Nothing else. Have a great call. day. Much, much love from Georgia. <laughs> Hang on, we'll get this one here. There you go. All right. Thank you. Thanks for one and all. It's very interesting, isn't it? I mean, um, it's just sitting here listening, you know, while getting all the photos and bringing them up and mm. the amount of guests that we get from different parts of the world. Um, it's quite interesting. There's a guy who came in and um, 
footer like his name is Doug Miller and um, he um, goes out to Central West Queensland and he helps with the archaeologists with the the big dinosaurs that are out there yeah and I oh, thought wow. I haven't seen um, Doug for some time and I thought oh I should ring him up and I said hey, Doug talk us about these bloody dinosaurs that Australia's got um, dragons but Dragons. Dragons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm, that's right. Um, all right. So um, th thank you for um, finding uh, Katie. That was quite a... <laughs> well, I'd, I had to call him from the mushrooms. <laughs> yeah, but you don't realise just how many species of mushrooms there are, isn't it? You know? No, I thought when she said um, you take a picture and, and you put it on the internet, I was thinking... Well, they're brown, they're round, some might have of curvy, and <laughs> how do you, you know, descript, you know, these different mushrooms? Because they all look, you know, like what I've taken, well, they don't all look the same, but I was thinking, gosh, it must be a work of art. Um, yes, we're still live. Jeffrey's uh, just having a chit-chat, I think, aren't you? Yeah, I just thought we'd do something different, because it's normally just the show just yeah. ends like that, and you're thinking, well, you know, the, Katie um, took the time to get up at 4.30 in the yeah. morning her time and you've got to recognise that but it's really fantastic um, yeah alright well um, probably something new we might do just say thank you very much <laughs> you better go right, when you go in the Springwood Forest have a look look for the mushrooms here we go yeah dinosaurs or dragons yes I already mentioned that <laughs> alright Love you. Love Thank you, you everybody. Until same time next week. Okay.